What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through my week 15 top 36 wide receiver rankings. Also splitting these wideouts up into different tiers. If you guys enjoyed the video, just do me a huge favor and hit that like button, but let's just dive right into tier one. And my top wide receiver this week is going to be CD lamb. Him and Dak have just been on an absolute tear. Not super scared of the matchup here against the Bills. So I think, you know, in a week where you have guys like Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill kind of banged up, I think Lamb is deserving of the top spot here. After Lamb, I am going to have Justin Jefferson. Now, there's no guarantee he plays this week. He's currently day-to-day. But if the Vikings deem him healthy enough to play, I'm confident that he's not going to be limited. We saw with him going on IR, they weren't trying to rush him back. They're clearly invested in Justin Jefferson long-term. And so if he's playing... I'm confident he's going to be a high-end wide receiver one after Jefferson going with A.J. Brown, just a locked-in high-end wide receiver one week to week. Then I have Amon Ross St. Brown. He's had a not-so-great past couple of games, which is you know pretty out of the ordinary here for Amon Ross St. Brown, but I'm really not panicking. Still like him as a locked-in wide receiver one. Then I have Tyree Kill, obviously dealing with the ankle injury. Um, we'll see how he's feeling. He was kind of in and out of the game against the uh, Titans on Monday Night Football. But even if he's banged up heading into this game against the Jets, you're still firing him up, even in a tough matchup here against those uh, Jets corners. After Tyreek Hill, going with Stephon Diggs. Now, Diggs has been kind of disappointing over the past, I think, four games, and he is drawing a pretty tough matchup here against the Cowboys, but I'm just still a believer here in Stephon Diggs. We know he is one of the top fantasy wide receivers. Paired with Josh Allen, I'm going to continue to fire him up as a locked-in wide receiver one. And then I'm bumping DJ Moore up into this wide receiver one tier or the, you know, tier one guys. He's typically been a tier two guy over the past few weeks. Him and Justin Fields have been just electric when they've been on the field together. DJ Moore just continues to produce. Fields is funneling him with targets. I do think he belongs here in tier one. Now shifting into tier two, I think all these wide receivers are also really, really nice plays this week. I'm going to start it off with Michael Pittman. He has been one of, if not the most consistent wide receiver week to week, consistently getting peppered with targets, has a high floor, but also has a pretty high weekly ceiling. So I like Pittman as my wide receiver eight. I'm going to have Mike Evans sandwiched between the uh, two 49ers wide receivers. So Debo and Brandon Ayuk also in this tier, like both of those guys as wide receiver ones. And then Mike Evans coming off, I believe his worst game of the season in uh, week 14, not super concerned. It happens. Would expect a bounce back here um, against the Packers. And then after the 49ers guys, I have Jamar Chase. We've seen, I believe, three games with uh, Browning being the starter for like the full game. He had the one huge game in week 13. The other two weren't that great. I'm not overly concerned. We know Jamar Chase is super talented. Obviously, going from Burrow to Browning is going to decrease Jamar Chase's floor and his ceiling. Um, I guess maybe not the ceiling with what we saw in week 13, but not a great matchup here against this Vikings defense that has been tough, but the talent of Jamar Chase should keep him in that wide receiver one territory. And then to wrap up this tier, I'm going to have the back-to-back Rams wide receivers. Puka Nakua is my wide receiver 13. Cooper Cup is my wide receiver 14. I think you could flip these guys. Um, I like the matchup here against the Commanders. For me, I just think Puka has been the more consistent option week after week, but Cooper Cup is coming off the bigger game in week 14. Either way, you guys are firing up both those dudes into your fantasy lineups. Now, moving into tier three, going to be your high-end wide receiver twos to your mid-tier wide receiver twos. Going to start off this tier with DK Metcalf. Having a solid year, currently like a mid-tier wide receiver two on a point-per-game basis. But this is a really nice matchup here against the Eagles secondary that has really struggled this season. 
Um, definitely one of, if not the best matchup for uh, opposing fantasy wide receivers. After Metcalf, I'm going with Keenan Allen. I do think the loss of Justin Herbert is pretty tough here for Keenan Allen. You're also not getting like a backup quarterback like Jamar Chase with Browning coming in, looking impressive. Easton Stick, just very unproven at this point. So I think Allen does take a hit, but I still think he's going to be peppered with targets. I just think his overall ceiling is definitely going to be a capped here. And it's probably going to be a pretty ugly game here going up against the Las Vegas Raiders. After Keenan Allen, I'm going with Chris Olave. Didn't have a huge game um, yardage-wise in Week 14, but managed to get into the end zone. I just like Chris Olave as a player. Obviously, the quarterback play has been a little bit suspect, but I think he's a nice mid-tier wide receiver two option. Right behind Olave, I have Devontae Adams, another guy dealing with questionable quarterback play. I just think Aiden O'Connell is going to cap Devontae Adams' ceiling. Obviously, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. I like the matchup here against the Chargers, but I just think at this point in the season, it's kind of where Devontae Adams is falling here. And then the final guy in this tier is going to be Devonta Smith. This is pretty much where he's at on a point-per-game basis. Um, decent matchup here against the Seahawks, so he's my wide receiver 19. Now, pivoting into tier 4, our mid-to-back-end wide receiver 2s. Going to start off this tier with Garrett Wilson. I think Zach Wilson back at the quarterback position is a plus for Garrett Wilson. He just continues to pepper him with targets. Garrett Wilson had a really nice game um, in week 14. After Wilson, I have Zay Flowers. I talked about it after the Mark Andrews injury. I thought Zay Flowers was going to have a really nice finish to the season. So far, we've seen that. Really impressive games um, over the past two. Going up against the Jaguars defense, not overly concerned. So I do like Zay Flowers here as my wide receiver 21. Then I have Rasheed Rice. Um, once again, saw an uptick in his route participation. He has logged three straight really impressive games in a row. The Chiefs clear-cut top wide receiver option and potentially could be their top weapon rest of season on a uh, point-per-game basis for fantasy. Obviously, Kelsey's getting way more attention, um, but I think Rasheed Rice can have a really nice finish to the season here going up against the Patriots this week. Then I have Jalen Waddell. He's drawn a tough matchup here against this uh, Jets secondary also, you're in a situation where Sauce Gardner doesn't necessarily travel with the opposing team's wide receiver one, so we could be getting matchups of Jalen Waddle against Sauce Gardner, which is obviously going to be tough for Jalen Waddle. So I think the matchup bumps him to more of like a fringe wide receiver two, but still a tier four option for me. And then wrapping up this tier with Corlin Sutton. Last week, I talked about how I didn't know if his touchdown production was sustainable. He just continues to make these crazy impressive plays typically there for touchdowns. I also like the matchup here against the Lions. Um, so he's going to wrap up my tier four. Now looking at tier five, going to start it off with Tyler Lockett. I talked about it with DK Metcalf. I really like the matchup here. Lockett hasn't quite produced to the same level as DK Metcalf, but still I think a nice high-end wide receiver three this week. Then I have DeAndre Hopkins. Will Levis coming off a big game. D-Hop then also had a big game. He's been you know solid with Will Levis at quarterback. He's had some down games. But he's also had some impressive, you know, kind of high ceiling performances. So I like D-Hop this week. After D-Hop, I have Calvin Ridley. And Ridley hasn't done a ton fantasy-wise over the past two games. But he has commanded a ton of volume. I really think we could be getting a, uh, you know, high ceiling game out of Calvin Ridley sometime soon. Obviously not a great matchup here against the Ravens. But Trevor Lawrence has been playing at a high level. Ridley's commanding targets. I do think he's going to come through with a big game, potentially this week here in week 15. Then after Ridley, I'm going to have Jaden Reed. This is going to be assuming that Christian Watson may not play this week. Also don't have uh, Nico Collins in these rankings just because we don't know if he's going to play. And we also don't know what the status of um, CJ Stroud is going to be. 
once Watson or if Watson actually gets ruled out officially, I think you could make an argument for bumping Jaden Reed up even more. They're getting him involved on the ground. He's probably going to be their uh, top target earner at the wide receiver position, and it's a nice matchup here against the Buccaneers. So I really like Jaden Reed this week, especially if Christian Watson was out. If Watson was healthy, I think they'd probably be in a similar range here as like mid-tier wide receiver three options. But now pivoting into the sixth and final tier, a lot of players who I think are fine options. You may not love them in your starting lineup, but they're definitely playable. Starting it off with Amari Cooper, he had been pretty rough in the games with the non-Deshaun Watson quarterbacks, but I think Joe Flacco coming in really is going to potentially save his season here. He left early in the week 13 game, um, but he was still commanding a lot of targets early on in that one. He commanded a ton of targets in week 14. Um, not a great matchup here against this Bears defense that has been much improved, but I like him as a mid-tier wide receiver three, and I wouldn't be shocked if we see a boom game here out of Cooper. Then I have Drake London coming off a massive week 14 game. This is pretty much always like the talent of Drake London versus his situation in quarterback play. Ritter was feeding him in week 14. We'll see what happens here in week 15. Wide receiver 31, I have Deontay Johnson going up against the Colts. I like Deontay heading into the season. The volume hasn't been as locked in as maybe I thought, but he actually has been getting into the end zone a little bit, which is definitely big a difference from last year. After Deontay, I have JSN. I really like all three of these uh, Seahawks wide receivers this week in this matchup against the Eagles. JSN is getting those starter routes. He has earned that role. He's also commanding targets. I think kind of a plus matchup could lead to a solid JSN performance. Then I'm going to have Demario Douglas. This is obviously going to be assuming he's returning after missing two games with a concussion. Not really a great matchup here against the Chiefs, but I do view him as the uh, Patriots clear-cut wide receiver one at this point. And then uh, two veterans back-to-back. Starting off with Adam Thielen here, had a fine game in week 14. The production is dipped, but he's still going to have fine volume as, you know, uh, Bryce Young's kind of safety blanket. And then I have Terry McLaurin. Uh, prior to the bye week, he had three or four just really rough games in a row. It's definitely not great, but I think coming off the bye, we could see an emphasis on getting him more involved because he is their uh, top pass catching weapon. And then the final guy in this tier is going to be T. Higgins. Obviously, he hasn't been great with Browning at quarterback, but I do think he's very talented. Browning has played well, so I think the big games for T. Higgins could be coming at this point. And that's going to wrap it up for the top 36 wide receivers this week. If you guys enjoyed, hit that like button. Already posted the running back rankings if you guys want to check those out. But thank you all for stopping by, and I will see you in the next one.